off your uh, gauntlet. Hello there. Was there a countdown? Wait. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> Hello, everyone. All right. So, Hello there. By the way, um, yes. what do we got? I am Thanos now. Okay, all right. We picked this up from the Lego store. Oh, this, this, this. We'll put it together. Uh, so we have. We went to the Lego store yesterday, and Keith bought the Infinity Gauntlet. And I got so, VIP points for it. Let's go. Yeah, and that's what we're showing. So in case anybody who's not what watching, what do you think of my new hand? Right. Okay. He's got the hand. All right. And so I got thank the you. stones. I even got. I gotta move my own. All finger. five stones are here. There's but six. don't worry, we're going to talk about Star Wars very soon. Six. Okay. All right. There was a trailer. Eight time saw my power reality. There was a trailer that just dropped maybe less than what three days ago, five days ago, about a week. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it. This changed is, the world forever. Yes, Ahsoka is almost. Uh, it's a little over a month away. We are ready to talk about Ahsoka. All right. So we Let's have the ready. final official trailer. We're here to talk about it. That's what this subject is about. So thank you very much for joining us. We are Father Son Galaxy. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. Thank you all. If you're a subscriber, thank you. If you're watching or listening, hey, hours. come on, let's what talk about happened. it. All right, let's see. Any questions or comments you have about the Ahsoka trailer? That's what we're here to talk about. All right. Let's start off with that narration, that voice that we hear, Balin. All right. Uh, Balin is a new character, as far as we know, and he says, war is inevitable. One must destroy in order to create. And we are no Jedi. Okay. They're they not a Jedi. somebody. Yeah, all right. Yeah, and they go around and they're, you know, taking people out. So it's like, they're taking names like, you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, and by the way, that is the voice of the late Ray Stevenson. All right, so, uh, but that's his voice. So... He says they, uh, he's referring to his uh, partner Shin, um, are no Jedi. But what are they? Because they're not the Sith, because we know the Sith is gone. This is, you know, after the fall of the Empire, but they're not a Jedi. So I'm wondering, what do they call themselves? Dark side users. Dark side users. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, so I was thinking, you know, I'm going through reading the original trilogy, the Thrawn trilogy from back in the 90s, Heir to the Empire. And there was this uh, moment in the book where Thrawn actually encounters a dark Jedi. All right. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if this is you know I I expect maybe the filmmakers the writers might be pulling some information material from different books from Thrawn. This could be something that is inspiring them to create these uh, two people who are not a Sith and not a Jedi, but are they considered a dark Jedi? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. Yeah, and so. I was going to say something. Okay. All right. So then we'll keep going. All right. So Shin and Bela and the magistrate. Remember the magistrate from uh, episode chapter 13 from Mandalorian, Mandalorian season and two. And he was looking for Thrawn too. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently the magistrate, uh, and the name is Morgan Elsbeth, works for Thrawn. Right. And if you recall from that episode, Ahsoka was looking for her. And then we had that cool battle scene at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, with know? the staff and Sabre. Yes, with the Beskar. Yeah, the Magistrate had the Beskar, and 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 Ahsoka had the double double lightsabers. And the last scene, the last uh, moment that Ahsoka, the last words that Ahsoka said is, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? 
So where is he? We don't know. So, okay. So we know that they're still looking for Thrawn. Uh, and also Shin and Balin looking for Thrawn. So in, in terms of power, something that they want from Thrawn. So everyone's looking for Thrawn. And we do see him appear. Um, so they don't. we don't know what exactly they need from Thrawn, whether they want to take power from him or they want him to be in power. But, uh, you know, we know that after the Emperor is gone, he's next in line, right? Okay. All right. Who we also see? We see Hera on screen, all right? Live action. Live action. For the first time. Yeah. She got name-dropped in Rogue One, but we never saw her. Yes, right. And this is also Chopper's first time in a feature role in live action. We saw him just kind of scroll past her Rogue yeah. One. We see Chopper as well, yeah. So, absolutely. So, uh, Elizabeth... And we see Sabine. We also see Ezra. Okay. We saw Zeb in The Mandalorian. So it looks like so the gang is setting back. up to be um, somewhat of a Rebels reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a good way. Yeah, I, you know, I love Rebels. So, you know, I'm a big fan. Um, I've I watched approve. the episodes. Yes, over, over and over. Uh, okay, so uh, Elizabeth Winstead plays um, uh, Hera. So there's a scene where Hera's having a conversation, I don't know if it's on the ghost ship or maybe some other uh, rebel cruiser, and there's a hologram of Bamathma and there are other government leaders, I would assume, that is uh, listening to her. And Hera says something that was very interesting. You know, she says um, that I spent most of my life fighting a war. That's why I'm trying to convince you to help me prevent another one. Now, this is very interesting. All right. Now, if you look at Mamatha, I mean, you know, she's she. she if you, if you look at her facial expressions, you can tell what she's thinking or how she feels. She doesn't. She doesn't seem okay. She is looking down, as well from this trailer. She is looking down as as Harris talking because she know Harris telling the truth. But we got to remember what type of situation Mamatha is in at this point. All right. So at this time, after the fall of the empire, we have this new republic. And, you know, if you have read the book Bloodline by Claudia Gray, um, she talks a little bit about the, the New Republic government. So my motto is elected the first chancellor of the New Republic. So I expect that she's in this position right now, but she's dealing with a government that's split. Right. So you have uh, two factions. Right. You have one that's called the populace. Right. And they are. Um, People who believe that individual planners should retain most or almost all of the authority. And then you have the centrists who are more in favor of a stronger galactic government and more powerful, um, a more powerful military. All right. So, so she's, she's probably in a position like the look that she gave was like, my hands are tied. I can't do anything because I got this side wants to do it this way. We got one side doing it this way. Like I got Cooper and, breathing right, down my back. Right. And, and you want me to do. Yeah. And, and, and no one is coming together and coming up with a solution. So I think that's going to be a problem. And we know that the new Republic, you know, they're, we've seen them function in, in the Mandalorian and they're, pretty new at this and you know they don't always they're know the what they're doing you know so it's they so, hire so contractors yeah. to take their jobs okay yeah so that's what's because happening they can't do oh, it okay all right so let's go all right chopper yes yes i would just like to say chopper okay all right so 
All right, let's talk about, let's move on to Sabine, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She's on the planet. Oh, all right, jump in here whenever you want to, Keith. All right, uh, she is on the planet. I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Okay. She is on the planet Lothal, right? You know, we've seen Lothal, of course, in, in Rebels, and now we see a live-action Lothal. What do you think of that? That looks pretty cool. And and Sabine is standing at the same tower where Ezra stood, right? Just a few yeah, years ago. Right. And then you see, I mean, she's overlooking the 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 city, uh, the landscape, and then what you see her. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. The, you know, she's looking at the landscape and she's, uh, you know, she's got a speeder bike, you know, of course. Um, and it's just like, it might be Ahsoka that's probably trying to track her down. Uh, so according to this trailer, Ahsoka and, and Sabine had this master apprentice relationship that might have gone sour. So apparently Ahsoka is training Sabine to become a Jedi. Well, that's interesting because is Sabine force sensitive? We'll talk about that some more. Let's go to Q and A. Uh, wh what if it is the land on the doll? That, that that's the question I was asking. Like, is that sand? The I, it looked like a field. I thought it was a field, maybe. Of of wheat or like uh, grass? Yeah, I don't know. Grass, maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Alex, um, I started watching Rebels recently. Almost done with season one. I know there will be spoilers, but I don't mind. Kind of know what happens to some characters. Hope all is well. Excited for your thoughts. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. We're, the idea is that we are going to spoil what we know from Rebels. And uh, we're not going to actually talk about all of Rebels right now, but maybe over time between now and the start of the new series. Yeah. So we will talk about it. All right. So. So the, I asked the question, like, do you think Sabine is force sensitive? No. Yeah. Yeah. I. No. There, there was never an impression, you know, in the series and Rebels that she, she never showed any force sensitive abilities over the four years we knew her. True. Yeah. 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 I. So I, I think what what it could be is we know Sabine is lightsaber. Yes, yeah, she has had lightsaber training with the dark sick right so she and is by Caden himself right so, so she knows she's well versed in yeah. sabers yeah so she learned from the hardest <laughs> she knows how to defend herself yeah so um I, I think maybe that's what it is that ahsoka's trying to train her as far as uh, in defense um not necessarily because she has the force but that would be very interesting uh, i guess do, is it necessary to have the force? I guess it depends on who you're fighting. I mean, if you're going up against someone with the force, you don't have much of a chance to defeat them, which is very interesting. But we'll yeah. see what happens. So I remember, I'm Shin was like in the trailer, you have no power. Yeah, you have no power. So does that mean is she's trying to say to Sabine, you don't have the force. You can't defeat me. You have no power. You know, the power comes from the force, right? That's where the Jedi gets his power, as we know. Right. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, and it looks like the lightsaber, she may have Ezra's lightsaber. Sabine. Speaking of Ezra, she gets this hollow transmission from Ezra, and he's like, you know, I know it's difficult. I know it's, as a Jedi, sometimes you have to make the decision no one else can, but I'm counting on you to see this through. Right, okay. But note that he said, as a Jedi. Yes, as a, so he knows something about her training. 
Now, the question I have is, when do you think that message was left for Sabine? Um, yeah, because you know, Ezra looks exactly like he did in season four. True, He's right. wearing all his season four outfits. Same uniform, yep, same haircut, short haircut. Um, so, um, Alex, just, again, to just give you a warning, um, in the final episode, I won't tell you everything about one of the things that Ezra did, he left a hologram message for his family on the ghost crew, right? The, the you know, Kara and Zeb and um, his message for Sabine was, I'm counting on you. That's all he said. I'm counting on you. And Sabine is like, well, counting on me to do what? She didn't know. So now we have this message, like you just said, that, you know, again, he says, um, I'm counting on you. You know, to see the story, right? To see the so story. I actually went back and I watched the hologram that Ezra said to the rebels crew, yeah, to see if maybe this was a repeated transmission or if it was new. Mm. And it's not, no, it's a new message. I think it might have been something that was left personally for her, only for her to hear. And see, I've heard this theory before, maybe time works differently in hyperspace. What does that mean? I mean, like, do you age the same in hyperspace as oh. you would in regular space? Oh, interesting. It's kind of like how your mass varies planet to planet. Like, on the moon, you're lighter than Earth. But if you were on Jupiter, because it's a bigger planet and therefore heavier with much more mass, you weigh much more because it has a stronger gravitational pull. So it's harder to lift yourself up off the ground. Good. Very interesting. Okay, I hear what you're saying. So we don't know how how long ago, you know, I, you know, trying to talk about this. It you was know, like a year before the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, trying not to give it away, you know, but we're we, if we're talking about spoilers, um, we don't know how long Ezra's been gone, right? You know, like yes, taken by the Purgles. So you're right. So we don't know if he is aged wherever he is, if he's aged at all. Because maybe that transmission was recent. Yeah. We don't know. Like, the fact that he managed to send through a hologram transmission from space, like, can something tells me Ezra didn't know he was going to have to take the Pergils, which weren't supposed to be there in the first place, right. and light speed jump with Thrawn on the ship? Exactly. That wasn't something that he planned to do, and I think that was the decision, the best decision to make at the time. Um, yeah. So that's why he left those messages real quick for all those so I'm thinking the members that, of the crew. I'm thinking that it was a transmission, but then again, Ezra was preparing to leave. I mean, I don't think he knew he was going to leave in that exact way, Yeah, but he did leave them like um, he left them parting gifts. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I, yeah, I think it's a great point. I'm, I'm actually rethinking now that you said it, that Ezra clearly mentioned that as a Jedi, so he's talking to her as a Jedi now, yeah, which is like, yeah, but is she a Jedi? I mean, so now I'll how much context? Yeah, maybe in that context, he's talking about the Sith, like as a Jedi. Sometimes you have to make the decision no one else can in fighting the Sith, like in trying to defeat Balin and shit. I'm just gonna call them Sith. Yeah. I know they're technically not. Sith, mm -hmm. but that's so much easier than calling them Dark Jedi because it's too many syllables for me. Well, that makes sense because if you, right? Yeah, that would make sense because it's it's like force user to force user to force user. 
Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I'm questioning what I was thinking. My thought was that maybe he left, he left this message around the same time as he left the other messages for the rest of the crew members. But, then but there that one was no idea but, that, right, those, exactly. that those Sith exist. Well, right, because at the time, Ezra, you know, the, the Empire was still in, 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 in power, position of power. Ezra has no idea about the, you know, about the Empire falling and, and, and the Emperor uh, perishing. So I, I can't tell you whether this, this message is actually current. Or was it something that he left before uh, he was taken away? I mean, it's it's very interesting. Right. And then, again, as a Jedi, maybe he's not referring to Sabine. Maybe he's referring to himself. Well, he's not a Jedi either, so I don't know. Well, he is. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Kanan was a Jedi, and he trained Ezra in the ways of the Jedi. That, by implication, makes Ezra a Jedi. I get that Kanan never really finished training. Right. He was training as a Jedi, so in that sense, he should be considered a Jedi, which means that when he trained Ezra, that would make him a Jedi. Now, training Sabine didn't make her a Jedi, because they trained for, like, one episode. He never agreed to take her on as a Padawan or anything like that. Yeah. But with Ezra, he did, because Ezra was Force-sensitive. Yes. So, good. yeah, by by standard definition, Ezra is a Jedi. Okay. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm... I understand that. No, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. I'm I'm good with that. All right. So then, so after Sabine hears this message from Ezra, it sounds like now she's getting ready for battle, right? So when we saw at the beginning of the trailer, she had long hair, and then now she was looking like this warrior. She's ready to fight, and she cuts off her hair, which reminisces, uh, which goes Kanan. back to Kanan. There was, and of course, she's staring at her mask while she does it. Right. She's staring at her helmet. Right. Yeah. So she's yeah. ready for battle. All right, so that's that's very interesting. Now, in the notes here, you have that Ahsoka and Sabine are in a T six shuttle used by a Jedi in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to say anything so else about that? So basically, the T six shuttle is one of the Jedi ships that was piloted during the Clone Wars. It was pretty common back then. I believe Anakin used it once, but I just don't know where they got it. Hmm. Okay. Could have been stolen ship. Yes. Okay. Now let's get to something that I have been theorizing about ever since yesterday when I watched the trailer point two five x speed. Yes. So we have a slide for this actually. There's this scene where Ahsoka and Balin are fighting, and the shot before it, Balin looks absolutely terrified, and then Ahsoka brings her saber forward, and. In that picture, it really does look like he just got stabbed. Yeah, it's very interesting. So in the trailer, unless it's a dream, uh, a dream sequence, but it looks like they're at that place. We are talking about this earlier. Yeah, like that scene where the magistrate created that map. Yeah, It looks right. like Stonehenge, Stonehenge to yeah, me. Exactly, exactly. So, so there. there's a battle going on, and it's between uh, Balin and Ahsoka. And then you can clearly see that it looks like Balin is getting tired. Or he's losing the battle, and then you see Ahsoka's blade go right through him. So that's interesting. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like if that's... you cannot tell me. Yeah, that that was not him getting it. Yeah, that looks like a defeat right there. So I don't know yeah. if that was. That looks like brr, brr, brr. I don't. I, I don't think the 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 the, per, the people who put the trailer together made a mistake about that. I think 
it, it has to be a dream. I don't think You don't so. think so. Okay. See, characters in Star Wars don't necessarily have dream sequences. Like the only dream point, se- yeah. The only the closest thing to a dream sequence I could think of was when Lola was having that nightmare in um visions. And even then we didn't see her actually having a nightmare. We just saw her waking up from the nightmare, like <laughs> like we never actually saw anybody having dreams or nightmares in Star Wars. That's true. So I was actually going back to the book of Boba Fett when um Boba was in the back to town. Did that scene with Anakin Cal? Which scene? In Return of the Jedi. See, uh, see with Anakin. Which one? In Return of the Jedi. Not Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, well, yeah. When he's having nightmares about Padme in pain. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be a dream. That's a nightmare. Yeah. All right. I guess. Yeah. Now, Boba in the back to that looks a it, little, that looked a little distorted. I mean, you could tell that that was. Yeah, true. you could obviously Here, tell. This looks like it, it could be happening, but I just find it very interesting that you would see a scene with Ahsoka taking one of the main villains out. And with Boba in the yeah. back to take, yeah. none of the back to take scenes were actually part of the trailer. That's true. That's so, true. Okay. As far as I can remember, we never saw the back-to-tank dream sequences. We saw the Tusken Raiders in the dream sequence, but you couldn't inherently tell that it was a dream sequence up until you saw the show. Got it. Yeah, got it. All right. Like, dream sequences, they're usually overtly dreams rather than them being cloaked dreams. Okay. You ready to go to Q&A? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go Q&A. All right. Let's see. Can you blow up the screen a little bit bigger? I'm having trouble reading. Yeah, I can't really see it. It's super yeah. small. All right. Well, then, Eric, to me, Dark Jedi is a bit of a contradiction. Being a Dark Jedi is the equivalent of being <coughs> a highly, highly simple priest. priest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I see. I In think I see your point, Eric. No, so yeah, you're right. The, so being you're, a Dark Jedi is very contradictory like as an analogy yeah that's like saying well yeah well if you talk think about what eric is saying like that's like saying i'm a priest but i'm a dark priest right so i'm like saying i'm a really awfully good cook like if you make awful food but cook is usually a definition of somebody who's good at cooking like i'm an awful good cook not awfully good cook just awful good cook like yeah i I don't know i see i'm an awfully good cook as in i'm very good at cooking but there's people who are awful good cooks okay All right. Like you're awful at being a good cook, which the I just made an analogy and I have to explain it. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not how these things would No, that's work. that that's fine. That's fine. So okay. But I think I get what Eric is saying. Like, okay, so if you're a priest, you know, you're you're you know, you are a servant. You know you know, how about I just snap? You you just want to start over? How about I just <laughs> you snap? want to disappear for five years? <laughs> Okay, bye. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, I mean, you're a servant for God, right? So you're supposed to be doing good things. That's what that's yeah. that's what God represents, being good, doing good things. So if you say you're a dark priest, okay, well... Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine if you walk into a church yeah. 
And then the priest says, I'm a highly sinful priest. <laughs> That's a problem. I get it. All right. With a so, bottle of alcohol in one hand. Yes, very good, Keith. I get it. Yeah, that's not the person you want to follow. Any other Q Q and A? All right. So Alex says, uh, "Yeah, laugh out loud." The dream theory reminds me of what I learned, what I heard about how one season of the show Dallas <laughs> was essentially erased, meant to be a dream to allow a dead character to be brought back. Alex, don't get me started on Dallas. <laughs> What happened? I am a fan of Dallas. I mean, I watched Dallas when I was growing Tell up. Tell so. me what happened Dallas. No, I know about that story. What, Tell me what, what happened. I'm going to get to it if you let me. Yeah, so, no, the, Alice is exactly right. So, Maybe. there was a character named, all right, side comment, side, side conversation. We'll get back to Star Wars. There was a character named Bobby Ewing. All right. So, you know, the Dallas is about this rich family called the Ewings. They own an oil company. So, Bobby, ah, they're not trustworthy. Because they're, they're oil snakes. Okay. They are well, Okay. So let me tell the story. So Bobby Ewing was uh one of the brothers of this uh the heir to this this oil company. The actor decided that he didn't want to go on playing the character anymore. So the producers decided to kill him off. Right? So he does die at the end of one season. Let me guess that sparked outrage. Well, not outrage, but I think, you know, after he died and then the season following was not very good. I think it dropped very low in the ratings. So they had to figure out, okay, well, we need to get Bobby Ewing back. What are we going to do? He's dead. So what are we going to do? So, you know, what they decided to do, they said, okay, that entire season when he died was just a dream. And they brought him back. Dreaming. His wife, Pam Ewing, was, was, was dreaming. That sounds kind of dangerous. What what was she doing when she dreamed that her husband died? Yeah, well, it happens. Okay, that's look, the, the the point of the story. Is, it happens. The point of the story is you know. So the entire season doesn't exist. Is it what we're saying. You know what? It was just I, a dream. I'm considering snapping that. Okay, I'm well, considering snapping. I, then maybe they should have snapped that idea thirty years ago, but. Thanks, Alice, for bringing that up. <laughs> that was pretty good. All right. So, okay. So we see another character that's coming from the Clone Wars named Huang. Can you tell us about Huang? So. Did I pronounce that right? Huyang. Huyang. Okay. It, it's it's pronounced Huyang. how it looks. So he is a 25,000-year-old. He's a 25,000-year-old droid. He doesn't look a day past 100. 25,000? I do mean that he was made in twenty five thousand twenty BBY. Good Lord! I mean, so he was at the dawn of the the, the Jedi. He was he was around literally before the Force was. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Can, can, like can, when people say you're ancient, that's not what they mean. What else? What else do we need to know about Huang? So he's an architect, droid professor. He mm -hmm. was on the Crucible, which is a Jedi vehicle, and he taught Jedi younglings. Okay. All right. So was and he, he told them how to construct their legs? Yeah. Okay. That's the, the part gathering. I was getting at. Okay. All right. So what do you what do you think? So, is, well, yeah. What, what I'm thinking yes. is notice he's on the same ship as Hera, Sabine, and Ahsoka. So what my theory is is that maybe Huyang was brought in to build Sabine a new lightsaber that she then uses in the fight with Sheen later on in the show. Hmm. 
because Ahsoka's okay. going to have to keep her signature white lightsabers sure. because they're her nomenclature. That's what everybody knows Ahsoka with, the white lightsabers. If you saw her any color besides green or blue, you know, you just wouldn't get it. So those lightsabers have to be kept. They're in all the promotional shots. They're in all the trailer shots where Ahsoka has lightsabers. But Sabine has a lightsaber. And I don't know if this is before or after they find Ezra, but in the event that it's before, Ezra had his lightsaber with him when he went into hyperspace. So that means she got a new green lightsaber. So you don't think she's using Ezra's lightsaber? It might be her, her own? That's my theory if it takes place before, because I don't know why else they would bring Hu Yang back. Yeah, okay. I'm literally surprised he's not scrap heaps by now. I like that droid. I I think he's actually one of the best droids in Star Wars after CR8R, C3PO, R2D2, yeah. BB8. Wow. Okay. And, um, you know, ROGR is actually better than R2. I think. Okay. He's a battle droid for the Freebreaker Adventures. Aha. Uh -huh. Been uh -huh. around since before the Clone Wars. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. And so, then the time of the last Jedi, he's still around past then. Okay. Works with the resistance. All right. Okay. All right. So now let's move on. So thank you for that. You know, so we'll look You're forward to seeing Professor Hu Yang. All right. I had no idea he was that old. He looks pretty good for his age. All right. So let's talk about Ahsoka. I did a scene where Ahsoka and Sabina are running through a laser fire. From yeah. The Imperial shuttle. Okay. And I think it was an Imperial shuttle. I do not know what kind of ship that was, but it was firing on them. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then something that Balin said to Jet to to Ahsoka about uh I can spoke highly of you. Right. So And that was right before he got stabbed. Well, right. Now, okay, so this is interesting. So he was a Jedi at some point because he knew Anakin. Um Perhaps he walked away from the Jedi Order right before the Clone Wars, which is why he Rainy. was not targeted. You know, he got he got away. He wasn't one of the the casualties of the Clone Wars, maybe. Order sixty six was grisly. Well, yeah, sure, but you know, or maybe you know, I'm not going to say I don't know anything about Balin. I don't think he'd be that cruel to pretend that he wasn't a Jedi so that he could survive See, and he's then new. call himself, uh, you know. Well, he does. We don't know what he calls himself, but he's not a Jedi. So I, I don't know. That's very interesting. So, so it just he's seems... not a Jedi by implication. He's not a dark Jedi either. Why not? Why would he? Why would he not be a dark Jedi? Because he still has the title of Jedi. Like if you aren't a Jedi, then you can't be a dark Jedi either. Because for okay. that to happen, that means you have to be. You have to be force sensitive. And been a Jedi, and then became evil after that. Mm -hmm. Like how Anakin's a dark Jedi in a sense. Yeah. And then he became a Sith mm -hmm. when he became Vader. So he was a he was a classic Sith because he was trained by Emperor Palpatine, who was also a Sith. Yeah, absolutely. Like things in the Clone Wars got really messy because Dooku took on Ventress, and then Grievous was there with Palpatine, and then Maul took on Savage, and then Savage got killed off, and then Maul fled, and then Ventress was never seen again, and and uh, Obi Wan said said hello there too many times for Grievous to bear. And then, basically, all of them are no longer in the picture. Hmm. 
or just aren't really part of like the aren't really part of Palpatine's life after you know Order sixty six and after A New Hope and stuff. So now it's very interesting that these two characters we got Shin and and Balin, they're two. Right? Yeah. Did we, did we see Balin use the Force, though? Yes. We saw, yeah, we saw the most. Yes, he did. Before, yeah, and they, were, they both did. And by, by the way, so I, I, I don't know if anyone felt the same way, but there was that scene where Shin comes in and she looks like she's on the deck of a bridge. It looks like the bridge from a starship, uh, a starship from Star Trek. I mean, something about the look of it. I I know, but when she walked in, you saw the doors open, just like she was on a bridge of of, of a starship. Star Trekkers. Yeah, it didn't look like something I see in Star Wars, but you never know. There might be a new kind of ship. All right, but going back to uh, Shin and and, and Balin, there's two of them, right? So do you think maybe they may try to bring back the Sith? You know, I think they might be trying to recreate the rule of two. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, right. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? You know, because they were, I mean, again, see, what it it bothered me because I don't know who exactly they are. Like, if you're not a Sith, you're not a Jedi, then what are you? What are you trying to do? What is your purpose? You know, what are you looking for? Maybe they're trying to reinstate Sith order. Okay, so all right. Well, then, if that's the case, then yes. So they're not yet Sith, but they're trying to reinstate the Sith order. It's possible. So if Snoke happened to be malformed clone of Palpatine, yeah, why are we talking about Snoke? Because that would mean that, in theory, in film theory. That Snoke uh, is technically still a Sith because he is a clone of Emperor Palpatine, who was a Sith. And I'm pretty sure that the clone will have the same training as the original Palpatine. So that means that if Snoke was a Sith, mm-hmm. then Kylo was a Sith. But since Palpatine was alive the whole time, that means that technically the Sith Order could have been reinstated. Oh. Up until he became one with the Force. Yeah. There could technically stop there. I think. Although, I don't know if you'd really want to be trained by good old no peoples. Yeah, I think we're probably making it more complicated than it really is. Uh, I don't know. I I think I'm reading too much into it. Yeah, so Snoke never identified as a Sith. Um, I don't think he identified as anything. Again, you know, that. I think Snoke identified as a man in a gold robe who never gets up. So, Thanos. What about Thanos? What Thanos sat about in Thanos? a chair for six years. Okay, this got nothing outfit. to do with Star Wars. Let's just stay on the topic of Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. But again, you know, we'll find out exactly who these two people are, but it, it bothers me. We'll I don't know. More information later. We don't know who they are. All right. And then uh, I think the final scene is uh, we see this Inquisitor. With what looks like a crap lightsaber, because yeah. I see some little red fragments okay. in the hilt. I don't know if that's a design choice or if that's like cracks. It's just kind of a callback to um, what what show? What the Ahsoka book? Yes, the Ahsoka novel. Yeah, the Ahsoka novel mm-hmm. with that scene on Raida where she she encounters the sixth brother. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who is swiftly dispatched? Yes, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. 
Yeah, very good point. Right. The last time that she had an encounter with the Inquisitor was back at Rada, like you said, sixth brother. So it looks like they're bringing the Inquisitors back. Like, well, who else is left? Yeah. Maybe this is a, it could See, be. All of the Inquisitors are out of the picture, like the fifth brother and the seventh sister. Yeah. And I think there was a fifth brother. Yeah, I yeah, think well, he was the fourth brother, actually. You know, the other one. Well, I think we might have the, gone the, through the, the one with the the other double bladed lightsaber. Yeah, who kept jumping around, and the second sister, you know, um, she was dispatched in fallen order. Actually, a lot of inquisitors were dispatched in fallen order. Yeah, yeah, well, true, right? Yeah, and then the only other inquisitor there is is the grand inquisitor, but he was out of the picture at the end of season one of Rebels. before all yeah, the others off got off. Yeah. So, so I don't, uh, well, we don't have any other Sith yet. Yeah, we, we just, don't have any more Inquisitors left, except Reva. But she, I don't think she's gonna be an Inquisitor anymore. I agree. I think she's gonna be a Dark Jedi. I don't think she would be a Dark Jedi. I think. Well, I don't know. She's not. She's not. Could, she's not entirely light side yet, but she's less leading towards Sith tendencies. So I don't know, Rivas. I guess she's kind of a gray force user. Yeah, I well, like well, not really a Jedi, not really a Sith. Well, it's not Riva because that's just not her character. Yeah, it's it's not, not where the direction of her character was going at the end of... Yeah, this is 20 movie. years after. Right, and this is a few years later, so it's just, it's absolutely not Reva. But I'm It'd just, be outrageous if this was Reva. Yeah, I'm just curious to know who this Inquisitor is. That's the only is. But again, you know, like, we think, you know, the Inquisitors are gone, maybe there weren't, you know, this might be the 12th brother, the 15th sister. You know? <laughs> How many are there? out there we don't know right well, could be the 25th right. sister it, you know we we don't know we'll find out but yeah that, we have the we have the 501st brother yeah right so anyway the 212 sister like how many of them are there we never really knew all right i kid you not if this man introduces himself like i am the 14th brother or like i am the 15th sister i'm just gonna be like <laughs> all right let's go to q a all right so eric says I think Hayden will be de-aged again. Uh, well, yeah, well, you know what? I guess he would have to be. Yeah, because it's... it's Hayden Christensen. Yeah, well, well, no. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Eric. I, I meant to say that. We know that Hayden Christensen is going to be in Ahsoka, right? Yeah, I was about to say he post. isn't going to be in a major role, though. No, of course not. No, he's going to be a force, force ghost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are definitely going to have to de-age him because... Well, not necessarily, actually. Not inherently. Like, if they want to keep with uh, the appearance that Anakin had after Return of the Jedi, then yes, they might have to de-age him. But Hayden Christensen, like, right now, looks just the same as he did 15 years ago. Um, Not exactly, but you get my point. Yeah, I... I, I Try to be nice here. No, yeah, no, that's okay, yeah. It's Please come on our show, Hayden. I would say, yeah, they may have to de-age him. It's not necessary, but it would be helpful if they did that. Okay. Yeah, because it would really, it would really sell the picture. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, like, 
Okay. Uh, another thing. Yes. As we uh, see if we have any more comments. What would Anakin be there as a Force ghost to do? Like, what would he say to Ahsoka that would set us in a pivotal role? Or would he pull a Qui-Gon and appear at the very end when nobody needed him anymore? No, that's not going to happen. What? Yeah, because I felt like Qui-Gon was kind of fan service at the end of Obi-Wan. Like, he didn't really serve a point. Obi-Wan had been calling on this man since the first episode all the way until the last one. And then Qui-Gon Qui comes in six episodes later like, Hello there. Well, look, you need me? Look. And everyone's like, No! I already solved the mystery! I already won this day! Why are you here? Well, it's not about fan service. This is not fan service that we saw him at the end. It was just uh um it felt it was it, it was it, it did not I, I don't want to say lackluster, but it just felt like it felt like Liam Neeson and Qui-Gon weren't used to their full potential in the show. Yeah, I think he was placed in in a, a poor position. It was poorly placed to, to see the appearance of Qui-Gon. He didn't need. We didn't need him at the end. We needed him when when Obi Wan needed him. Yeah, right? we needed him so after. It's not after or before he got dragged through fire by Obi Wan. Yeah. All right. Like, so we'll get back to Ahsoka shortly. Let's just take a minute to talk about the plot armor that these characters have. I kid you not. Literally, almost everyone in the Skywalker family line has lost a hand in lightsaber combat. Anakin did, and then Luke did. Like. How is this happening? Literally fell down a reactor shaft and managed to hang on to a weather vane for like 10 minutes and somehow survived that. Obi-Wan got dragged through a pit of fire and still survived. Anakin got doused in the pit of fire. He became a two-piece of fried chicken. Let's and talk about Dallas. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's go back and talk the about Bobby. Armor these people okay. have. All right. No, all right. So yeah. let's talk about the main character of this episode. No, Ahsoka. Right. So okay, we were, the question was, what is? And that's a very good question. What is Anakin and Ahsoka going to talk about? Well, there's a couple of things. One, the last time Ahsoka saw Anakin alive, right, was right before he left to yeah, right the, in the, uh, the, the, uh, the Chancellor Chancellor Palpatine, right. So I'm yeah, sure right he, in the middle of the season. Two. Right. Exactly. So she was not around. When he left and she doesn't know what happened, when he turned, exactly how he turned, maybe she may have questions about why it didn't happen. And then the other question is that we know, we now know that Ahsoka, uh, that Balin, Balin knows Anakin. So Ahsoka will probably want to know, so who is this Balin? How can I defeat him? I think yeah. that's a question for Anakin. I think that would actually be great. Like yeah. maybe Anakin would be like, Balin used to be one of my sparring opponents back in the day. Yeah. Always full of bravado. But his I don't know, his hair is his one weakness. Go for the hair. Shave him bald. <laughs> All right. Like I don't know. So as we wrap up. <laughs> as I wrap up. So I, I want to throw out some questions here as we go back and we'll take a look at our Q&A. So I want to know, you know, we're going to play this game called Who Will We See? All right, there's a theme song. Who Will We See? So I want to throw some questions out there to you who are watching or will be listening or watching later. 
Who will we see? Will we see Captain Rex? What do you think? I'd say yes. Like, come on. Ahsoka and Captain Rex are inseparable. In yeah. every media that we've seen Ahsoka, we've seen Captain Rex. Even in the novel, we got a flashback of Ahsoka and Captain Rex working together. Yeah. Like, Clone Wars, they were there. Rebels, they were there. That's and I think it's only making sense that in this show, they would be there together. I like that. Okay. Like, I do know that, you know, after the Clone Wars, they split up and found each other again at Rebels, which is why when Rex showed up in the Bad Batch, we didn't see Ahsoka with him. But every time we see Ahsoka, we've seen Rex. So. I agree with you. I think we are going to see Rex at some point. Because you're right, you know, where 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 Ahsoka goes, Rex goes, you know, so uh, it, it, going back to fan service, I think that would be, it would serve the story, it would make sense to see him. It's what not necessary, they- but, well, it has to be played by Tamir Morrison, right? Because he's a clone. So he's going to have to look like he, he's Boba Fett, he's going to be Rex, he's going to be Captain Howard, whoever. So he he's going to be playing all the clones because they look alike. So... So he would be 32 because the Clone Wars began in 19 BBY. If I see Bobby, you and Alex, I'm turning my TV off. <laughs> yeah, so the- I don't want to see Bobby, you in, in Ahsoka. <laughs> so the Clone Wars yeah. began in 19 BBY. Yeah. And then. What are we talking about? I'm talking about the history of the clones. So they were born in 32 BBY, but the Clone yes. Wars took place in 19 BBY. And I think the Book of Boba Fett took place like 2 ABY or something. Mm-hmm. Some obscure time in between then. So Boba Fett's like 30. But the clones are 30. But they look to age about two to three times faster than a normal human because at 11 they're fully grown adults who are trained and ready to fight and when we saw uh, and we saw captain rex and rebels we know that he's pulled his back at least once already oh wow (laughs) he's we know he's pulled his back at least once already you leave captain rex alone he's lived a long life He'll have a cane. <laughs> and it'll be in a different room. He's retired. Captain Rex will okay. be All right, let's move on. So, standards. All right, so let me know if you, what do you think? Can, will we see Captain Rex? All right. He'll be about 80 to 90 by human standards. Will we like see aging processes. Alexander Callis? How about that? I don't know about that one. Okay. I don't know because I feel like he he wasn't all that important of a character, like between seasons two to three or between seasons one to four. You know, Callus just kind of dropped off, mm-hmm. and then in season three he started having more of a role, and then in season four he came back. He was a spy. He was working with the rebels. Yeah. He was a main character, or, yeah, or, or a main side character. Yeah. Well, or a side side character. Okay. All right. So I don't know. But my point is So your answer right is no, we'll we will not see I'd be Cal- surprised if we did. Okay. All right. Um, okay. I I think it's a long shot, but I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. we saw Callus. Okay. All right, let me know what you think. Alexander Callus. Will we see 
Jason Sindula. All right, so for context, Jason Sindula is Kanan and Hera's son. I don't know when Hera's supposed to have time to raise her son, but I think if we're going to see Hera, we have to see Jason, because he was like... My God, what what age was he in that flashback? Well, good point. Age forward, is important, really. right? So, so I think he was about... I want to say six or seven right there. Maybe a little bit younger than that. Maybe five or six. Yeah, okay. So he's about the he's about like kindergarten, first grade age. Okay, so, well that was you're talking about what he is now or what he was. No, I'm in talking Rebels. about what he was in Rebels. In Rebels. On the Rebels. Okay, gotcha. And that was a flash forward, by the way. Yes, true. See, that was that was after everything that happened in season four, after the farewells and all that. So this would have had to be. So how old do you like think uh, Jason ago? would be now, during the time of the Ahsoka series? Like a teenager, right? I would guess. Uh, maybe like ten, eleven. I think he might be a little bit older, but uh, I, but okay. Because regardless, in order for him to be five or six, mm-hmm. let's go with five. I'm pretty sure Rebels ended. Um, so Rebels God, when, ended, what, I would say, a year before the Battle of Yavin, right? So if he was five, like, we could say six. And then five years after that is the, the Battle of Endor, right? So that puts him at 10. And then another five years after the Battle of Endor is where we're taking place in Ahsoka. So he's a teenager. He should be. So my question to you then is, well, two questions. So it takes place one to zero BBY. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, right. you're correct. Yeah, so so that would mean Ahsoka takes place. Uh, what like um, is this ten eight? It takes place, I believe, around the time of Mandalorian, which is taking place five to six years after Return of the Jedi. So we're around seven Aby. Yes, I think it's five or six years, and they give the Mandalorians a breathing room. Okay, all right. Uh, so he's. I would expect that he's force sensitive, right? Because his father was force sensitive. And I wonder if he has been trained. See. And who would have trained him? See, no one. No one would have trained him? Yeah, because the problem is. What? The problem? The only person who is available to train him would have been Ahsoka. Yes. Because Luke was with Grogu. And then after Grogu, he began training other Padawans. Mando's not Force-sensitive, but he was with Grogu, who was also Force-sensitive. And Ahsoka's with Sabine, like I said, so... Well, Keith, remember this, that Padawans are trained at a very early age. So if if Jason was trained, he would have been trained way before Grogu, right? Well, I mean, Luke would have trained him... Uh, Luke would have tra- well, Luke would have trained Grogu after the fact, right? So I'm thinking it is either Ahsoka or Luke who might have trained Jason Sandula. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know yeah. what you think, Jason Sandula. Uh, all right, so it's 12 ABY. That's what, yeah, okay, that's what that, Ahsoka takes place. Okay, so that puts in maybe uh 15, 17. So we're good. Okay, all right, all right. Will we see Luke Skywalker? Do you think we'll see Luke it's Skywalker? It's a long shot. It's a long shot. Okay. All right. Okay. Can I get my notes back? Okay. Thank you very much. I just want to finish up. 
Um, okay, so will we see Kane and Jarrus as a force ghost? No. I feel like having a double feature of force ghosts would be too much because in almost all media, excluding Rise of Skywalker, which is where we saw, you know, Anakin, Luke, and Yoda, we've really only seen... I mean, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Yoda, we've really only seen one Force Ghost at a time. And it's usually a slow reveal towards the end of whatever piece of media they're appearing in. So I think having Kanan and Anakin appear would not make sense because we've already got to confirm that Hayden Christensen is going to be returning. True. But what we don't have confirmed is that, you know, Kaden is going to be coming back. We don't know that, so you can speculate, but I just don't think that it's going to be not likely. Okay. Yeah, I really don't think it's going to happen. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Um, so how it works, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that there, so it's a right to have right. a force connection. You know, you know, for one person to talk to the other person from beyond, both have to have force sensibilities, right? Yeah. So, by the way, correction, it's probably 9ABY. I don't know. I'm going off the wiki now. 9ABY. Continue. I'm so sorry, Dad. Continue. No, that's fine. So, Ezra has four sensibilities. Do you think at any point he would be able to speak to Kanan beyond, you know? Would he ever? You know, because it's unfortunate. Like you said, that Kanan never did complete. Well, I don't know if Kanan has the skills to speak um, because, you know, he lost his master at a very early age. Well, neither did Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon. They never... Well, well but Yoda... Qui-Gon did, but, like, Obi-Wan yes, but, but, but Yoda taught Obi-Wan how to speak to Qui-Gon, right? Now, again, Luke really didn't have anybody to teach him. You know, Obi-Wan just appeared. Um, so I don't know how that works you know but anyway regardless i'm, I'm wondering Obi-Wan talking to luke more than luke talking to obi-wan yeah because obi-wan was always appearing to give him guidance yeah but if ezra is still around and you know he wants to speak to his master can he speak to his master yeah see right. i think i think the problem with that is ezra Ezra's actually very good at communicating. Like, one of his major strengths in Rebels was communicating with animals. Now, those communication skills with animals might transcend into the Force. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if Ezra has the, the, the strength to do that, especially because he's in hyperspace and he's tied up with Thrawn right now. All right, that's a good point. Okay. All right, well... I think that covers it then, right? Okay, so we can't wait for the two-episode premiere. It's on Wednesday, August the 23rd. Let's go through our final Q&A. Let's see what we got. All right, Eric said Jason will be there. I agree. We both agree, the three of us. You know, we we, we agree that Jason will show up. Yeah. Uh, If Kallus is back, I want him with his man, Zeb. Yeah. 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 um, Remember at the end of Rebels when Zeb took Kallus back to his home planet to meet all the other Zebs? Yes. (laughs) Yes. All the other Zebs. His people, yes. We thought all of his people were wiped out, but that was not the case. They're not. Remember that old lady and that old man we saw in season two of Rebels that the Rebels had to help escape? 
Do you like my first order theory about the Inquisitors? I did not see your theory, so let's maybe we could look for that. Oh yeah, I said the fir- the early first order was hiring Inquisitors only. Um, I think it's actually a pretty good theory. I'm just not sure if they have any force sensitive Sith out there, but there are definitely people that they could convince to become Inquisitors and join their side. Mm -hmm. Because there's people who obviously believe the cause. Lost Stars is a testament to that. Even people who are friends can be split onto different sides. That's true. Yeah, very good. And then Alex says, this will probably not happen. What do you think of the chances that we'll see an adult Omega in Ahsoka or another show in the future? Well, definitely in the future. Yes, one thing I'd like to know again is that Omega ages the same as Boba Fett. Yes. So Omega and Boba Fett are like the same age. Yes. Omega would still be alive during that time as long as nothing else happened. So a reunion is definitely somewhere in the purview of Omega's future. So you're saying Omega and Boba are going to meet at some point? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Boba Age is normal. He's an unaltered clone. That's correct. They're both unaltered clones. Yes, that's true. Alpha and Omega. Okay, Alex's question is, do you think we'll see Omega and Ahsoka? Yeah. Okay, but we will probably... They don't have any ties to speak of. I mean, Omega and Hera have ties, but this show's about Ahsoka. So having a separate storyline where Hera brings in another separate character, it kind of wouldn't fit the show. No, I hear you. Okay. Like, if this was a rebel show, that would make sense. If this was a Harris show or a Chopper show, this would make sense. But, like, because it's a Soka show and one of the main villains is Thrawn and we're focusing on Ahsoka, Sabine, Hera, um, we have the villains, Shin and Balin, and Morgan Ellsmith now. So... We're we're not most we're not going to be focusing on other characters bringing in more characters. I think we're going to be focusing on the characters we already have laid out, with maybe a few cameo appearances from like Captain Rex, okay, Anakin. All right, and one last one, which I don't have here written here. Qui Gon coming back as to Ben's character or uh, Ben's character's arc. Uh, he had to overcome depression and self hate to be a true hero Jedi. I hear what you're saying, Eric. And that's exactly how it was, and that's how it played out in the series. I would have thought that Qui-Gon would have served a bigger purpose if he was helping Obi-Wan through what he was uh, going, you know, what he was I would have thought maybe Qui-Gon had a heart. Rather than waiting for, you know, for for, for Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan to, to just... Um, work it out by himself and then say, oh, you finally did it. Oh, congratulations. And then come at the end, you know. Yeah. I, I just just feel that was a little insulting. I feel like that Qui-Gon. was... Qui-Gon, you know, Obi-Wan's been reaching out to you. Especially if somebody, you know, like, if you call me, you need help, Keith. Yeah, and, and if I call you like, multiple Dad, times... Like, Dad, can you help me, Dad? And I'm just, no, I'm going to let him figure it out. Dad! Dad! I need help. What are you going to do? No, uh, Keith will figure it out. Like, Dad! How do I get home? I don't know. Wait, what, where do I go? Oh, he'll find the right bus. He'll, you know, he'll get. I'm fire, he'll, get he'll get an Uber. Don't worry about Dad, it. Just and, and, then you, and then you pull up at the house. Oh, Keithy made it! Congratulations, son. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah you know what would be that's even funnier? Yes. Is if I'm just like, Dad, 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 I need your help. Dad, 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 come on, come on, come on. Hey, come here. I know 
you hear me? You have a phone. Just call me. Yeah. And then a week later, when I finally figure it out, and you just walk across the right. park. I finally listen like, to my voicemail. Like, oh, did you call me a week ago? What was for you? Were you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still alive. Yeah, right. So, Apparently. So that that's the point I'm getting at. But you know, but hey, you know, that's that's what the writers decided. Okay. Uh, one last. Who not who we will see, but what will we see? Will we see the world between worlds? Do you think that's a they gotta uh, bring Kanan back at some point? Oh, well, I mean, we're not bringing Kanan back. They should. No, I don't know what. Okay, I take that back. Thinking. Let's not talk about the world between. See, what is what is my main quips? Yeah, as a matter of fact, you know what? The world between worlds is that somehow yes. Ezra managed to bring Ahsoka back, but Ahsoka refused to give life to somebody else. Like Ooh, Ezra literally saved her, and she's like, "No, you can't uh, save your master." I'm sorry, I brought this up. This is a controversial thing with uh, Star Wars fans about the world between worlds. Yeah, like the but, world between worlds. I was personally fine with it. Yeah, I'm really glad they brought Ahsoka back. Sure, because I would have had a riot if Ahsoka stayed gone. Yeah, but it they could have just not made Ahsoka go gone in the first place. And gonna, we'll talk they about. They could that. have also, you know, let Ezra free Kanan. Yeah, Eric says it's too much for the casual fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's too. I don't know, cerebral. It's out there. Yeah, something weird about the World of Two Worlds is that Ezra went to save Ahsoka first, who he'd met for about one season, not his master Kanan, who he had developed an emotional bond to for the past four seasons. Yeah. up until he became a. Um, Fried chicken. You want to read? Alex. Alex is... The fourth Wi-Fi wasn't working. <laughs> Qui-Gon didn't hear any messages until the very end. Qui-Gon was busy telling someone else he had a very special set of skills. <laughs> and came back to Obi-Wan late. There you go. See? Right. I guess he was opening a pickle jar for someone. Some like, kind of well, leader you are. <laughs> and then that pickle jar took him a year to open. And then he finally comes back to Obi-Wan and he's like... Um, in the coming weeks, we'll talk about the world between worlds. I think it's very important to discuss. Um, I love it. Um, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, we'll talk I don't more. Think there was anything wrong with the world? Well, you know what? Yeah, but something. There was anything major wrong with? The yeah, world. but we'll talk about the controversy surrounding that arc, story arc in Rebels. But that's definitely something we should talk about because. That might play a part in the series, the Ahsoka series. So yeah. we'll find out. She I really may, hope they bring Kate yeah, back. He may try to use the world between worlds to find Ezra. So I think it's, it's a good idea okay, to find out. Okay, but if out. he uses the world between worlds to find Ezra, my understanding of the world between worlds is that it's a jump point to go back in time yeah. to save people. And notice the only things we saw in the world between worlds were people moments before they went Bye bye. Yeah. So. Yes. True. True. I mean, I don't know if that's of any relevance. They may not most be. of the voices we were hearing are of Jedi who went bye bye, except for like Obi Wan. Yeah. And Luke, because well, you know they were at the time yeah. still alive. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Well, like I said, I think so, I still think it's a topic that should be discussed. It's a very important yeah, so, conversation to have. And if Ahsoka went back in time to use yeah. the world between worlds, like let's say that it's not just people's bye-bye points, it's just people's entire lives. If you wanted to go and check different points in their life, you could do that. 
If Ahsoka brought back Ezra that way, there would literally be two Ezras in the canonical Star Wars universe. Because there's that one Ezra who's floating <laughs> off in space, and there's the Ezra that Ahsoka brought from another time point. And I really do not want to see another Ezra time movie. Okay. I already saw one of those. Oh, okay. Time travel. All right. Yeah, so yeah. let's let's quit while we're ahead. Okay. So let's have we have some announcements. So we will right up until the, the premiere of Ahsoka on August the twenty third. We're going to be talking about Ahsoka. So Ahsoka is the best. You know, if, yes. You know, there's there's a Can lot to say about that like character her at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Right. That's very interesting. I find that amazing. I always thought Ahsoka was like the best in the Clone Wars. I hear exactly what you're saying. But once you got yeah. older. Like, seasons four and five hit hard. Like, uh, those were four and five of Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah, those absolutely. were the best seasons. I agree. And then, you know, season six didn't make sense because it was like a bunch of different storylines with Jar Jar and Padme and Rush Clovis mm -hmm. and Anakin. Mm -hmm. Somehow. But then came back and closed it. What? Season seven. Yes, yeah, yes, seven right. gave us the ending we all wanted. Yeah, like exactly. one, four, five, seven. Those are the ideal seasons. Got it. Okay. And uh, the movie. The movie was good. The movie was great. So we will be talking more about Ahsoka in the coming weeks, and we're going to talk about her journey from the Clone after the Clone Wars, right? So that is the Ahsoka novel. We're going to talk about Rebels, The Mandalorian, and the Book of Boba Fett. All right. Cool. So a lot to talk about there. And we're also going to discuss we're also going to discuss Thrawn. I mean, Thrawn is a very intriguing character. There's a lot to know and to learn about Thrawn. So we'll get into that as well. Um, so and we'll cover some other characters and other stories and, 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 and our theories. You know, we got opinions about certain things that, you know, that's related to Ahsoka. We'll talk, we have some uh, we'll talk about opinions. Those ones. Yes, okay. Uh, so, as we wrap up our final Q&A, um, let's see what we have. Will we be having Ahsoka theories on Wednesdays or Sundays? Um, maybe, I think Sundays? So, we're going to continue. Yeah, to, we're going to finish up. We're going to be reviewing the episodes on Wednesdays. Well, no, no, no. What what he's saying is that no. We're going to be reviewing the Ahsoka episodes on Wednesday. Yeah, but that's not the question. So the question. we'll do our theories Sunday because that's the day we have left. Okay, that's the point I was wrapping around to. All right, so we we got two more episodes left of Secret Invasion, right? Which we'll do those the next two Wednesdays. All right. Um, so Alex, we you can expect to see our discussion of Ahsoka happen on Sundays. But August, you know, the time's going to change a little bit because, you know, we're going to be going away, you know, uh, to these fan expos uh, the first two weeks in August. So, you know, I'm sure our producer is going to try to somehow fit in a live stream here or there. Um, so, you know, it's to be determined. But, you know, you can. Because our producer. The best thing to do. Yeah. The best thing to do is just make sure you just have that uh, announcement bell going so that whenever we make an announcement like that notification that bell, notification so bell, that you'll be told one. whenever we have a that's new episode exactly so that's the one so we'll we'll let you know so, so the show August. ends october 4th i think but what are you talking about ahsoka how many episodes are there eight how do you know that because the wiki says so eight episodes wow yeah. okay all right not six eight wow okay i didn't know that all right so all i wonder right. if they're doing a premiere oh, we don't know okay let's go through this <laughs> all right so Okay. If they did, it'd probably be two episodes. Okay. All right. 
we're still at the race to 1,000 subscribers. We're almost there. Help us out, please. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping that by the end of August, I was hoping the end of June. You know, Subscribe. Get there. Okay. Uh, we got some episodes coming soon. We're going to bring back story time with Maysha. We got a, some uh, great there books. There we go. Yes, some great books to talk about. Um, and uh, we got a Lego build that, you know, will be available. Uh, yes. We don't and know. Sadly, the Infinity Gauntlet is not a Lego build, but I took pictures. Yeah, we have another Lego so, build. So though, we'll, we'll, you'll, put that you'll on my Instagram. That. Yes. Listen to, uh, I, has anyone caught the redemption of Jar Jar Binks? You know, we've been talking yeah, about you know the what? series. If you have seen the redemption of Jar Jar Binks, I will give you 10,000 Dogecoin. Okay, I don't know what that is, but I'm glad it's you didn't a joke. Say, I am not giving you. I'm glad you didn't say ten thousand dollars because we don't have that. Okay. Yeah, that is um, that is multiple flights. Okay. Okay. The redemption of Jar Jar Binks. You know, please listen to that wherever you get your podcast. It's fantastic, actually. Oh. Um, it's it's actually a very very good series. A six episode series, I think maybe three episodes are available. But what's nice about Jar Jar, the redemption of Jar Jar Binks, they actually uh the the uh the 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 host um is uh actually having an interview interviews ahmad best all right you know so, what? Yeah. it's a good show yeah so it's we'll put wonderful. the uh we'll put the link to it in our description the apple podcast link and yes. the spotify link as well right so, you know, I'll put that in the chat. Yeah, so Dylan Marin is the host of this show. He interviews. It's very revealing. Uh, I was very surprised that he even got the opportunity to talk to Ahmed Best and to know firsthand what he, Ahmad, was going through. What do I do? It's cryptocurrency. After the uh, Phantom Menace, after the release of the Phantom Menace. It's very riveting. All right. Um, so, again, we were going to be in Boston uh, August the 4th to the 6th. We'll be hey. on the podcast stage at Fan Expo. And then the week after that, we'll be in Chicago from August the 10th to the 13th. So. And that means we get to try Chicago deep dish pizza. All right, can't wait. All right. Finally. And then we still have our article out on StarWars.com. Um, it's a great article, you know, not because it's about us, but it is a really well it's done article. article. It's riveting. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Okay, uh, so if there is nothing else, Keith, uh, you know, as we wrap up with any final comments, where can people find us? All right, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Fathers of Galaxy, website, fathersofgalaxy.com. We are a featured page on StarWars.com. Please check out our merch store, fathersofgalaxy.myspreadshop.com. We got lots of nice stuff. We have t-shirts. We have thermoses for the summer, so if you want to keep your water cold, just grab some Fathers and Galaxy wear and pour your ice-cold water into our brand-new thermoses. Sounds good. And wear a Fathers and Galaxy cap when you're outside playing games with your friends yeah. this summer. Protect your head from the heat. And protect your eyes, too. Uh, we don't have any sunglasses yet, but maybe that. No, we don't, but, you know, the cap kind of covers your eyes. Oh, we need your, gotcha. Okay. We need your eyes to work so you can watch our show. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, email us at kerdfalsegalaxy.com. We have a Patreon page. We'd like to thank our two Patreon subs, mm -hmm. you know, Mr. John and our friends from Broaxia. So thank you for subscribing, guys. All right. Thank you so we much. We acknowledge our Patreon subs in every video. Yes, we will. Yes. As yes. long as they're subscribed. Yes, exactly. So thank you, everyone. This was wonderful. Again, you know, we are fans. 
of Ahsoka. We 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 love Ahsoka. We love we love Ahsoka. So you know we can't wait to talk more about her. All right then. We'll be back uh, on Wednesday to uh, talk about episode five. We're getting close to the end. Secret Invasion, all right? I'll be back with my gauntlet. All right. So we'll bring the gauntlet back. All right. So then everyone, until next time, take care. And we will see you again. Next time, it will be the scrolls who rule the world. It'll be me.